One, One two, two, three, four. Spoils of Akron. Liz and Chris coming at ya. Talking all things Akron. Here we go. Spoils of Akron, the Spoils of Akron podcast. Boom. Soap. Soap, soap, soap. Hello, Christopher. Wonderful job, Liz. Christopher Robin. (laughs) Oh my gosh, do you want to hear something funny? Speaking of Christopher Robin. Sure. This is totally off the hip here. Okay, I went out with my friend. I had a very Akron weekend, by the way. It doesn't get much more Akron than this past weekend for me. But Friday night, there was an awesome show here at Musica. uh, And it was uh, this band I'd never heard of called Uptight Sugar. They did a really awesome Pink Floyd cover, which I'm all about. Um some quality Pink Floyd. I love Pink Floyd, and there's good covers, and there's bad covers, and these guys were awesome. And that was great. The next day, went to Crafty Mart, which we'll talk about. Worked worked Crafty Mart. And then uh, Saturday evening, went to dinner at the New Pad Thai with my friend Lauren. My friend Lauren owns Noto, the boutique right. uh, here in Akron. And I'm not even kidding. This is so cute. Her kids go to the Spring Waldorf School, and they actually have the parents fill out a form when they're signing their kids up for school asking what type of temperament their child has based on a Winnie the Pooh character. <laughs> so they want to know, does, is, your ty- is your child more of a Tigger? Are they more of an Eeyore? You know, think about the different characters of Winnie the Pooh really are distinct, and so I can see why they're asking that. It works, I guess, for them anyway. Um, I thought it was kind of a cute thing. But Lauren and I were laughing about it and talking about her kids and, you know, thinking of friends of ours and what character they would be categorized as. And I looked at her and she said, Liz, you're definitely a Tigger. I guess I'm hyper, some would say, but you know, energetic and I feel like I can relate to the different characters at different times. It's just lucky. Most most people know that energetic side of me, but I was like, Lauren, I'm not kidding. You're none of those. And we went through them and she's like, you're right. And then we sat there for a second, and I looked up, and I go, oh, my God, you're Christopher Robin. Ah, and she is. Yeah, I can see that. She's the sort of quiet and poised, always fashionably put together. He's always got his hair just right, and he's very, you know, he's got that little smart outfit on of his. And he's well-mannered, and everyone likes him. Like, that's her. And that's not awesome. that she said that about herself, but I said it about her, and she goes, I guess... If I was a character, you know, that's... So she's Christopher Robin. If anyone sees her around town, feel free to throw that out there. And then this is ludicrous. I go home, go to bed. We were out. We went to DBA for a drink after that, but not out too late. Back in time to get in bed. And Saturday Night Live was on, which honestly usually sucks these days. I don't know. I just missed the... the I missed the 1990s Saturday Night right. Live. You know what I'm saying? It, Mike it, Myers. And Peter and, Dinklage was on this one. Well, right. It, that's what made me watch it. Yeah. So the... Um, exactly. Uh, what's his character name? Tiberius? Or oh, Tyrion. Lance. Tyrion. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Tyrion from Game of Thrones was on, so I watched it. And what did they do for their first skit? They were all the Hundred Acre Woods characters from Whoa. Winnie the Pooh. So I took a picture of the TV and I sent it to her. That's... Is crazy. that bizarre? Yes. Like how random. That is very random. All right, Mister. Winnie the Pooh was in the universe that that night. Something That's I don't know. Amazing. Shout out to Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> if, right. if I ran a school, I would base temperament on Lord of the Rings characters. So, are you more of a Gollum or Bilbo Baggins? Okay, okay. I would do House of Cards. 
Oh, yeah, we were just talking about that. What a good show. Oh, my God. Is your child more like Frank Underwood or Doug Stamper? I, I hope not. If so, sleep with awesome. the lights on and lock your doors. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, what an Akron weekend. Crafty Mart, you were there. I saw you. Yeah, I was there, and it was a really nice event. I mean, it's. I, I think uh, we've had we've had Joanna Wilson on, and and um, Britt, we know well, and, and they, it seems like the quality just keeps getting better and better. The quality of vendors. People are coming from out of state to be vendors in Akron, which I think is pretty cool. Ooh, ooh, I mean, that's we're so cool. That's sought, what we want. Sought after, you know. Um, we didn't build these hotels for nothing. <laughs> right, right. Come on, people. Come in from any state, any country. We welcome you. Sure. We've got great things to offer here. Crafty Mart is just one of them, and it was an awesome day. Yeah, it's fantastic. And I will add, before we get too far along, that we are going to, we have we have guests, but we're going to do about half of the podcast with Liz and I, and then half with our guests. So if they show up, I think they're going to show up. What you guys can't up? see is that we're looking into each other's <laughs> eyes. This is our first half podcast together. It's, uh, yeah. it's nice. Yeah, it's cool. We're going to talk Akron. We had such a great weekend, like I said, and um, Jason and I, Urban Eats, represented at Crafty Mart. We were there set up, whereas usually Crafty Mart is um, set up here at Musica and the cafe is open for it. Uh, there was just a, a scheduling situation that prevented that this time, but don't worry, come fall, we'll be full force again here at Musica for the two-day holiday event and the cafe will be uh, up and running as usual, as you know it to be during Crafty Mart, but what an awesome day. Uh, they had the bar set up right across from our table and uh, a, a local macaroon maker adjacent to us so i just want to thank Britt yeah. and the crew for putting us near the bar and the macaroon table because yeah <laughs> that's a strategic position I, I saw you drinking a bloody mary right um which one yeah my first or my second um, i don't know my first one i had him i couldn't decide if i wanted a moscow mule or a bloody mary that's what he was serving uh, as far as his mixed drinks and I said you know I can't decide and I could actually see those being really good blended together so he did that Matthias thank you um, that a, was a Moscow Mary I called it a bloody mule but yes Whoa, Moscow Mary mule. also works that's, so that was really good and I have to uh, give credit to that macaroon maker I have some of them here I brought them back and um, we've been nibbling on them today the company I hope I get this right is called um, oh sweet thing I can't think of it, but she's she's great. I'd never met her before. She's got pink hair, and uh, man, she was just she had probably ten or twelve different types of macaroons. Mm. Um, I think it was called like Sweet Thing Bakery. I tagged her in a picture on the Urban Eats Instagram page, so I wasn't even realizing I was going to talk about her today. I wasn't even realizing I was going to do this podcast today. I wasn't supposed to, but here I am. So I apologize that I don't have that nailed down, but credit to her and all the vendors that day. Urban Buzz was set up near us. Kaylee mm -hmm. Foster's great. And a ton of other vendors. Yeah, we should have Kaylee on sometime. She's a young entrepreneur and is running a few different really interesting projects and, and businesses. And yep. Who else was there? Uh, made by Mike. Uh, Michael Durr and his uh, locally made caramels and confections. I mean, you name it. The, the local people that do their thing were set up and uh, in selling, and it's all such quality merchandise. Monica Daig, she does uh, she goes by Hooks and Jams, and she does these beautiful crocheted blankets, blankets, and she pickles and jams and makes those like preserved type food items and condiments. Like she's just so cool, um, such a hip lady, and and like I said, the quality is there. That's what I'm so drawn to. 
Yeah, and something unique with this past uh, Crafty Mart, it was actually called the Mom and Pop Shop. Yeah. Um, they partnered with Countryside Conservancy, so they had a little farmer's market at the library. Right. So, so. I started the Farm and Flea a couple years ago, Akron Farm and Flea here in the Historic District. And um, I did it the first year, and it was kind of quiet, and last year it was kind of quiet. So I just wanted to create that activity and start the, start the ball rolling for creating some daytime activity downtown on the weekends when there is none. And last year, Britt paired up with me. And when I say Britt, for those who don't know, I mean Britt Cherick, who is now the person who runs and organizes Crafty Mart. So she helped me last year, and she plugged in a couple vendors, and uh, we realized we really need more farmers and produce. So we decided this year, coming up, 2016, we're going to have it on Sundays, so it's not competing with the Howe Meadow market, which we never intended to anyway. We wouldn't want to compete. We love that market. We go to that market. Um, But we realized if we do it on Sundays, then we could have some of those quality vendors here. Uh, So we partnered with Countryside Conservancy this year as well. And Beth Knorr is helping us with that. And we will have uh, some of those farmers and produce at the Akron Farm and Flea, which is going to be four different uh, Sundays this year, the second Sunday of each month, June through September. And so I think Britt kind of you know, kind of took that notion and plugged it into Crafty Mart um, is, is what happened there. And so that's very cool. I hope people like the concept and the idea because uh, that's what we plan to do with Farm and Flea this year. And I can't wait. We're going to have special themed events at each Farm and Flea, again, the second Sunday of each month, uh, June, July, August, and September. So look for that coming up. We'll have live music, all kinds of fun stuff. Very excited for it. Um, but yeah, another successful Crafty Mart. Three buildings this time: uh, the Akron Art Museum, the Library on Main Street, and Summit Art Space. Yeah, it was wonderful, and I, I did enjoy the the Countryside Conservancy uh, part of it because there was samples at every table, mm-hmm. so I got to eat samples. Samples are good. <laughs> walk around, and yeah, we had a they had an apple tasting. Uh, apple tasting uh, uh, board so you could vote on your favorite type of apple and they were selling those apples too it was pretty cool so so what else went on over the weekend liz what other fun things did you get into let's see like i said i went to pad thai saturday night with lauren um that's the new pad thai on exchange and i hadn't been to it yet but i'm very familiar with pad thai and with their menu i actually worked at the pad thai in fairlawn all through college and became uh I feel an aficionado in Thai cuisine, and I love it. It's still my favorite cuisine now is Thai food. Um, And I also increased my tolerance for spicy food. I couldn't even do... I couldn't even do jarred medium salsa when I started there. That was too spicy for me. And after four years, uh, I... Not even kidding. I was able to put raw chili peppers in my mouth and chew them up. Thai, Thai chili peppers. Mind you, I couldn't do that now. My tolerance is kind of like weaker again or you know not where it was at that time but that is where i acquired the palette for spicy food and for really great curries and things like that so we went to the pad thai on exchange do you know that place is awesome awesome because not only do they have that great food going on but they're open seven days a week and it's hard to find places that are open seven days a week downtown especially on sundays right because most of them um work the schedules around people who work downtown, right? Right. So, so are fewer credit to open. these guys, credit to Tim and Joanne Lee who own Pad Thai. They are um, going to have that location open seven days a week, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. 
and they have delivery options and free valet service. Very cool. Right? Okay. And it's beautiful in there. They really um, decorated it beautifully, which Joanne is known for at all her restaurants. So shout out to the Lees because they do such a great job. And I don't know two harder working people. And I'm so excited to have a pad thai within walking distance of where I live. That is a godsend. That that is cool. And um, there, there were a lot of things going on in Akron this past weekend. You know, there was the art walk on Saturday night. Right. On Friday night, um, Summit Art Space had an interesting thing called Lula Palooza. I know. I and saw they, pictures. They rolled out their new bathrooms because. Um, um, as you may or may not know, the Devil Strip has a bathroom, a restroom critic column, and it's called Urine Luck. <laughs> and they, the Summit Art Space, got kind of a low rating because it's an older building, uh, owned owned by the county, and it's you know it's been used as like office space and stuff in the past. So, um, so it, it you know they they needed it, the, the whole building needs some upgrades and the bathrooms for one. And so they made it into this cool art project. They got the League of Creative Interventionists. They got volunteers to come in. So they repainted the bathrooms. They put a thing called an infinity mirror in the men's bathroom, which is really cool and kind of trippy. And a lot of people were taking their picture in those mirrors. And the League of Creative Interventionists set up a like an I art, heard they art put installation with, like with toilets. A jacuzzi in there and, and bidets and there's um, a sauna and nice. oh wait is that just in my head uh, Olympic pool I'm just saying if, <laughs> if someone does that with their bathroom I bet they'll get a, a really good review yeah alright uh, do you want to hear something funny actually sure in regards to that this is I swear if anybody y- your bathroom has an infinity mirror antlers hanging yes but that's not what I was okay. going to say no I swear to you if I say something I am like as honest as they come you guys I pride myself on that so I swear to you I'm not doing it now but before I found out about this column, this urine luck column, I've been collecting old issues of the Devil Strip, right? I have a couple of each. I've written for them a few times in the past and, and will again, I'm sure. So I love the Devil Strip. I love that crew. And I had been collecting numerous copies of each issue. And I thought, how cool would it be to redo our bathroom? We need to do that anyway. And wallpaper the walls with the Devil Strip issues that have come and gone. And I even contacted, I've got evidence and a witness uh, in Jen from Smart Studio Akron, because I had emailed her, this was around maybe before Christmas time even, and said, would you help me? Because I don't really know what I'm doing with this, and I bet you could totally rock this out with me, like whether I should use wheat paste or whatever. Or I could research and do it myself, but I thought it would be fun to do with a friend. And I was going to do that and surprise Chris Horn, but I can't do it now because it'll look like I'm totally sucking up for that (laughs) column, which I would never have intentionally done and I can't do now. But that was my idea. Like, ah, what? They couldn't wait a few months? Jeez. Well, you, you can... Uh, I'm not going to do it now. With I'm not. With something I else. refuse. I'm and not other, a suck-up. Other publishers. If the Akronis <laughs> had a print publication, you could use that. You can just print them off. No, I'll do, it, I'll do it with something else. Maybe I'll incorporate some of that and some Akron Life and some Beacon Journals or something like that. Some local periodicals. But that was my idea. Very and nice. way to go, Devil Strip. You beat me to it. Um, and now way, way I'm... Way to go stealing Liz's idea. Like no, that. it's not that. It's just like, you know, if you could... You know, it was going to be all about you. And now... No. <laughs> I, I would still love to do it. I just don't want it to look like I'm doing it for that sure, reason. Sure. Yeah, that would be lame. Well, there are a lot of creative things you can do with your bathroom. So. Yeah, I'll just... I don't even know. I'll line it with barbed wire or something. Ooh, very nice. Um, so, yes, a very Akron weekend. Yesterday, Peppa Pig... Was it the Civic? Peppa Pig. You want to hear my story behind that? Yes, let's hear that. Uh, 
I got online. I was so excited to take my uh, my friend's daughter to see Peppa Pig because I only know about I only know about Peppa Pig because of her. I discovered her because of this precious little girl, and I think Peppa Pig is a quality show. There's so much kind of junk stuff that's come out for kids in recent years, and I think Peppa Pig is awesome. It's a British a British pig, right? Yes, British pig and her family. There's Daddy Pig and Mummy Pig and little George is her little brother. Hello, Daddy Pig. Hello, Mummy Pig. And it's so cute. So I was excited to take the, this little girl, uh, Isla is her name, to this show. So I jump online yesterday to see if there's still tickets available. I only knew because there was Peppa Pig on the marquee and Lauren and I drove by it the other night that it was even going to be there. So sure enough, tickets available. There's two seats and two seats in the third and fourth row, fifth and sixth row, something like that. Um, and they were pricey, but I was like, darn it, I don't get to see her enough, I'm taking her. And I'm sure it's going to be awesome, and these are great seats, so it'll be worth it. Then afterward, I was so excited that I went onto YouTube to see it. Wanted to see what I, we were going to see. I was very excited. I should have done that before I bought the tickets, because, oh my goodness, what I saw, I was appalled. I felt like like financially raped. I wanted my money back. It was so bad what I saw. They were like puppeteers dressed in all black with like these Peppa Pig like they looked like 12 or 13 inch puppets on their hands and they're dancing around the stage with them and I was like no. No. Like you know when you go to something like that you expect them to be in full costume as the right, characters. Right. I mean that's what you expect especially for what they were charging. And I was like oh my gosh. I contacted my friend. I said oh my gosh. Isla, the little girl, already expects to be going. We can't, like, break her heart now. But at the same time, I feel like this is a travesty. And I'm going to be bored out of my mind. And I want my money back. So I'm like, should I call Ticketmaster? What should I do? I mean, I'm just, it was that bad. Oh, my goodness. So yeah. it was like if, so if, if you go to YouTube, show. If you go to YouTube and you watch Peppa's Big Splash, what you see, you'll, you'll be like, yeah, I wouldn't pay for that. But we didn't want to break her heart. She said she showed her the video online so she'd know what to expect and that she still wanted to see it. She was still excited. You know, she's four and a half. She's not, like, incapable of deciding if that interests her or not. So we went to it, and honestly, it was way better in person than that. But I think it helped then that my expectations were so low. Right. Right? Um, So it, it was actually really cute, and it was like the theater was packed. It was like a cult it was like Peppa Pig has this it's cult of preschoolers. Show. Yeah. And, and they're all going crazy. And, and, I mean, they don't, they're not quiet to watch the show. They're not adults. They don't care. They're, the whole theater is just abuzz with the, the words and callings and just excitement of toddlers and three and four and five-year-olds. And it, it was like that. And it was an experience. I've never been to the Civic for something like that. <laughs> but it was awesome. It yeah, honestly, it I was like glad it. we went. And it was nice to have that here in town and to see the Civic so filled is such a good thing. And then this dad at the end almost got in a fight with a security guard. Wow. The security guard was totally out of line. This is like the gossip column I feel like that I'm, I'm <laughs> delivering today, but no joke. He does not work for the Civic, I found out, so it's not on the Civic. He was like with the co- touring company or something like that, but he was swearing at this parent with, when wow. this guy was carrying a child in his arms and he was in his face dropping the F-bomb to this dad, and I stepped in. I'm not kidding. And I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? That sounds inappropriate. It was totally inappropriate. Wow. So there's that. 
And then... Well, that's probably worth the price of admission, just watching that drama. You know? It's probably, like, more worth it than the people in all black. After taking up an entirely child-like environment and scene and program, um, I got... It balanced out because I had some very inappropriate... Uh, yeah, interaction. Um, a fight almost broke out. There was swearing. So there Very we go. Nice. Um, also, uh, really good food all around that situation. We went to the spaghetti warehouse food first for food, which I, lo- I love to take kids to. So we had a table full of carbs. I got lasagna, and the kids got mac and cheese, and all that fun stuff. Fried zucchini. Uh, I got sangria. <laughs> Which a lot of people might not think to go there for that, but hey. So we did the Spaghetti Warehouse. We did the Civic for Peppa Pig. And then we went to Mary Coyle for Sundays. So it was an all-out, got to treat the kids and have a kid's day and do it up here in Akron. For They're not even from here. Uh, she lives in Broadview Heights. So when they come to Akron, I show them Akron. Very cool. And Mary Coyle's is a great place to take kids. You know, ice cream and candy yeah. and... and and, uh, you know, t- a little spoiler alert, we're going to have the owner <gasps> on next Monday, right. right? Yeah, Michael Chicasso will be our guest on April 11th, everybody. Look forward to that. Very cool. So um, we're going to take a quick break and then have our special guests on. Right? Yeah, our guests are here. We're going to get them all set up, everybody. Okay. Uh, looking forward to it, and we'll be back. We'll be back. And we're back with our guests, uh, I guess we could say part two of this episode of the podcast, which is episode 51, by the way. Wow, 51. Unbelievable. The, the big 5-1. The big 5-1. <laughs> Almost as many podcasts as years I've been alive. You know what? As long as um, we're mentioning just that. 60. Very quickly, I want to say thank you again to Mayor Horrigan for being on our 50th episode last week. He is such a great person just to speak with. He's so approachable, so personable, and I'm, I'm really flattered and honored that he did that podcast with us. So thank you, Mayor Horgan. Yeah, thanks, Mayor. And we can't wait to have you back on again. Hopefully he'll come back on. <laughs> he will. <laughs> so, so tonight we have um, two of the founders, or the founders of a brand new arts organization in Cuyahoga Falls called Collide. It's really cool, and they're, they're really... Uh, um, generating a lot of activity and put in kind of uh pulling together quite an art scene in Cago Falls uh and with us we have Matt Weiss and Molly Hartong how's it going guys hi hello welcome welcome thank you so um I I understand you guys had a pretty good event on Friday uh tell us what uh tell us about that and and how the turnout was and Uh, it was it was fantastic actually um Molly and I, after the event Friday night, we couldn't stop texting and talking about it. But uh, Friday night, uh, April 1st, we had uh, spoken word, live music. We had a photographer, Tim Fitzwater, that displayed some of his photography. Uh, We had Kevin Smalley, who's a local artist, that displayed some of his artwork. And there was just a ton of energy in the room. We probably had between 60 and 70 people in the room. Seemed like more. It was awesome. And, and where ca- I'm so sorry, where was it at? Tell it, everybody. It was at the Cashmere Cricket in Cuyahoga Falls, down along the riverfront there. Such a great little spot and a yes. great area. Great. I think whether you live right here in Akron or you live in Cuyahoga Falls and commute to Akron, I think there's a lot of going back and forth between the two. So that's such a great, what is it, five, ten minutes from here, from right. downtown? Yeah, Cuyahoga Falls is actually closer to where we are now than some parts of I mean, of I'll Akron. call it ten, but yeah. <laughs> That's so, a great a great spot. So it went well. To. Oh, it, it it went fantastic. Um, 
Aceps, I don't know if you know who Ace is, but uh, Ace, he took on the MC role for the evening, and he's he's such a professional. And I mean, he just he just had things going nice and smooth, and we had live music. Uh, live the live music was provided by uh, the Cog Falls Music School. Uh, we had a jazz trio, I guess is what we'd call it, um, playing throughout the evening. It was just a lot of lot of fun. Yeah, I, I know Ace well, and he's done a lot of. Uh TV shows, I guess you'd call them, for the our Acronist channel, and I've known him for a number of years. And the guy is—he's multi-talented. Absolutely. He's a painter. He's a writer. He's a musician. He's a MC. You know, he, he does hip hop music. Um, he's a, a motivational speaker. And when I met him, he was. He sounds with, like you, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Do you go by Ace on the side? I, yeah, I wish. He, I think that he's got me beat. He's he's much more dynamic of an individual. I'm more of an introvert. I, I hate to admit. Um, but he he used to when I met him, he was working at the Urban League um, uh, with with um, get you know helping people get job skills and find work and everything. And now he runs an organization called Be Me Akron, and mm-hmm. he has a space out there right near yes. the Cashmere Cricket. So. But, but yeah, it was I, I unfortunately I um, I wasn't able to make it, but I I was able to live vicariously through all the videos and pictures that my Facebook friends were posting, and it seemed like quite an event, a lot of people, a lot of enthusiasm, and and one person who was there who sort of um, is is the kind of the glue holding some of these outlying uh, you know Akron area Summit County will say uh, arts organizations is is Nicole Mullet right. Oh, Nicole! She, she's a previous uh, guest on the on the podcast, and hashtag so, local heroine. She's with Summit. So, or she's, she's, she's with, with Arts, Arts now. now, but doesn't she also work with Summit three sixty five? Summit Live three sixty five. Yeah, That's which what I is meant. which is one of the initiatives of Arts Now, and another is, is and she's is the reason, convene. right? She's the one that said, "Have these guys on." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah. She forced us, but I'm glad she did because you guys are <laughs> you're, you're lovely people. Um, so why why did you start Collide? And tell me about the or tell us about about the inspiration behind that and why you felt the need to start an organization like this. Um, well, we live in a city that um, there's lots of amazing things and amazing people doing amazing things, and it just seemed like someone needed to corral that artistic energy and, and give, give it the support it needed so that it could flourish. And I've lived in the city for over 20 years, and I kept waiting for that thing to, to see that I thought I was maybe missing something, and I just think that central factor was not there um and what does collide do that what what is it that you guys are striving to achieve that goes along with what you're saying we just basically want to build awareness and offer support and maybe be that conduit um and really we're open to where to where this goes we're not exactly sure um we want to involve students, um, get that younger generation so that five years from now our efforts don't stall out. Um, we don't want it just to be visual and music and theater. Like We want to reach out to the chefs in our area and the tattoo artists. I mean, we want to be diverse. We want to be all-inclusive, age group, ethnicity. Um, just and are we talking? How are you going to manifest? I know you don't quite know exactly where it's going to go, but are you are you talking events to start, like what you did on Friday? Are you planning on putting out a publication? Are, 
are you talking about um, creating uh, an organization of people who sort of bring those different artists together? Is it all of that? I'm kind of assuming that eventually it will be all of that. Um, yeah, right now um, we're, we're going to be doing a little more of a strategic planning coming up here. Uh, we're about three months into what we're trying to do, so we're, we're pretty young with it. So we're still still working out a lot of, a lot of kinks. Um, but yeah, to be all-inclusive, as uh, Molly mentioned, just make sure that uh, we, we've got a population in Calgary Falls that's uh, becoming more and more diverse, and we need to tap into that and, and expose that to everyone that's been there for a lot of years and, and show communities surrounding us that Calgary Falls has a lot to offer. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And, and you know, growing up here, I've, I've spent a lot of time in Cuyahoga Falls. And I currently live a, probably about a mile away from Cuyahoga Falls in North Hill. And um, I, I love the Portage Crossings area. There's so much. There's, I mean, it's how that space alone and that block has, has changed and developed. And the same thing's going to happen on the riverfront, which is where you guys had that event on, on Friday. Um, and you, you could probably take a lot of lessons from Akron because... When, when I first moved or started working back in Akron uh, about six years ago, it just didn't feel like there was m as much of an art scene as there is now. It seemed like these were, there were a bunch of artists out there doing things, a bunch of performing artists, visual artists, but they didn't have a really a centralized place to organize and to kind of come together. And I think that's probably what you guys are, are setting out to do, right? Absolutely. That's that's a big part of it. I mean, any awareness that we can bring to the talent that we have in our community uh, without closing our doors to Akron and to the other communities surrounding Calga Falls is it's, it's only going to be a good thing. No, yeah, it's a beautiful thing if you can represent and encourage each other, neighboring communities, and best case scenario, work together. Actually host events that kind of bounce off of each other, cross-promote, you know, host uh, things simultaneously where people can really make a night of something or a day of something or a weekend even and go between the two. I mean, there's just a, a bridge connecting us and it could it's that easy. Um, you know, Open Streets was an event where they shut down the Y Bridge and let people bike across it and roller skate on it and picnic on it, whatever they wanted to do. And so it'd be really neat, you know, not just that, but to have events that sort of tie the two together, metaphorically bridge the two and connect artists. And yeah, it's a beautiful thing. We're very close to each other. And some of, like I said, some of those people work here and live there and vice versa. So it only makes sense that everything sort of, um, you know, sort of come Absolutely. together and congregate and support one another. That is uh, only going to benefit the artists, the organizations, and the community as a whole. Right. So, so what, what are you finding that artists, uh, there's a lot of interesting sounds here tonight. Um, <laughs> What, what are you finding that artists need, you know, in Cuyahoga Falls? What, what are some of the things that, uh, it's like a tanker truck out there. <laughs> so yeah, what, what, are you, what are you finding out that artists, artists need right now um, in Cuyahoga Falls? Well, one of, one of the things that we're trying to do is obviously build awareness and, and give them a little bit of a platform to show some of their work. Uh, Tim Fitzwater, like I said, who was the photographer, said he had never shown his work publicly. It's wow. all just been kind of uh, 
and he didn't just show his work, he sold pieces that night. It oh, was that's excellent. Cool. Both, both he and Kevin. Yeah, he's Tim's a talented photographer, and I see him at a lot of events that I'm at. And yeah, he takes great pictures. I mean, he's yeah, he's he's really good, really talented guy, super nice guy too. Ak- Akron through and through. I, I think Liz is yelling at the tanker people. One thing that we found out, we had a community conversation um, that Nicole helped us have back in February, and one thing that we found out is that artists wanted the opportunity to collaborate, which is part of the reason that we had that event on Friday night. They want they want to be able to sweeten the pot like that and have people come out and, and be confident because it's not just them, that there's, there's more to offer. And so that collaborative spirit, I think, is necessary. Right. And, and here in Akron, um, you know, I'm on the board of uh, Summit Art Space, which actually offers a, is, is offering professional development for artists too, which is one thing we're finding that there definitely is a need for. Um, did, did you give him hell, Liz? Okay. <laughs> so um, we're finding that there's a need for professional development because a lot of artists, they're good at the art part of what they do, but not necessarily the business part. And there's actually a, a, um, a, a classes coming up at the end of the month called the Artists as Entrepreneur Institute. And it's the weekend of the 23rd and the following weekend. And they're, they're really great because they have people come out who are accountants, who are lawyers that teach people how to draw up contracts, how to do their taxes, how to um, budget, and how to handle like the business end of, of what artists do, marketing, help. And, and so are you finding that there's a need for that too among your cohorts? I'm assuming that that is a definite need. We, we aren't that far in to have somebody express that to us, but it makes perfect sense that, that I mean, we can benefit from it. Sure, sure. Well, yeah, you're both artists too, right? Yes. Gra- what gra- are your mediums? Yep. Graphic designers? Yes. <gasps> yep. And is that what you do for a living besides what you're starting to start now? I mean, I realize you're not doing that. The new organization is not going to be a sudden career change for you. So you're graphic designers full yes. time? Okay. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and that's, uh, I've been, I've had my own business doing graphic design for about eight years now. And I know Molly's been... I've been on my own for 20. <laughs> 20? Wow. <laughs> you must be doing well then. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it well, works out. You can bring those skills to help market what you're doing. Obviously, right? You're probably doing the design work for any visual advertising and or web design, right? Yeah. We've, we've not paid for a graphic designer yet. And that would be weird if you did, <laughs> considering that's what you both do, right? That's a great thing, a great asset to bring to any business. My goodness, I feel like there's certain things that it would be awesome if, if they told you in high school, you are going to use this no matter what you do. So get some basic skills. Graphic design is one of them, right? Some basic accounting skills, some basic, okay, I realize nobody is like going to learn the full body work and ins and outs of a vehicle but so that we don't all get ripped off when we go to you know get our cars repaired wouldn't that be great to have some basic knowledge there besides like the very little bit we know same with our bodies like there is just certain things they try to educate us a little bit you know health wise this that the other but like there that you learn in life i'm learning in my 30s like how invaluable those things would be to have graphic design is one of them i'm constantly asking for help with that 
running a cafe. It's like I have a, a guy who works for us uh, and he cooks and we're so lucky he's also a designer but you know then I pay him extra if and when I really need something professionally designed and it's something that he's capable of doing um, in, an, in an hour or however long it takes depending on what I'm asking for and I'm always just like man if I just learned Photoshop at one point in my life, I would use it every day. There's a little more to it than No, Photoshop, definitely. There's <laughs> there's design skills, and, and yes, you learn how to balance, you know, visually and all that fun stuff. But uh, just to learn how to use those programs would be, I've tried to play with them. It's not something I've been able to teach myself. Photoshop's tough. I, I've tried to learn it for a number yep. of years, and I guess I don't use it enough <laughs> to know it properly. I mean, I use... Uh, Audition and Premiere Pro. Use an audition right now. I actually record this. But uh, what what drew you both of you to start this organization, or what drew you to want to do this? Was there some burning desire, something personally that happened, or? Well, I think uh, you know Molly and I became friends as uh, members of the Chamber of Commerce in Cuyahoga Falls, and that that's where we, she and I originally met, and um, our personalities just get along really well, and. Um, we just got to talking at some point and she had something going on in her head that had been going on in my head for a long time just about knowing the potential that was down there for an art scene and knowing that there are a lot of different types of arts in the area but no one ever hears about them. no one ever knows not many people come down just for the arts and there's a lot of really good art that's being done down there and so conversations after conversations and then Molly got hooked up with Nicole, and, and next thing you know, here we are. Um, you know, just, we, we figured, really, it'd take us a couple of years to sure. kind of get to where we are right now, even, and with Nicole's help, and ours we, now, just... When you meet Nicole Mullet, things happen. <laughs> she, she knows how to make things happen. She, she really does. does. I mean, she's, she's a great... she's a mind reader. She is. She's a great uh, person to be running arts now, because she's she's been able to... Uh, I've seen her work in a few communities now that have, that's been really effective and kind of pulling the artists out of the woodwork into where people can actually appreciate them and that be the draw, like you said. The only draw I used to think of uh, in that area was rocking on the river cover bands, you know, like heavy metal, you know, 80s and 70s rock cover bands, but I'm sure there's so much more than that. There's like Absolutely. original music and poets and, and visual artists and you know, like like Tim Fitzwater, who we were talking about when there's the truck was outside. Um, but yeah, just a lot of talented people there, and, and and I mean all neighborhoods and all. You know, and it's good that we're we're starting to uh, organize these these groups of people and Tim organize Fitz. these artists. I call him Tim Fitz. <laughs> what about uh, I know right before the um, interview began, and we were off mic. I know Molly, you said that Akron directly inspired Collide. What did you mean by that? I, when I started thinking more seriously about this and I started doing research and looking around at what was going on in the city and what we can get involved in and um, there was just, I kept telling Matt, I'm like, I feel like we're like one step behind because all of this awesome stuff was happening right here in Akron and and so the more I looked into it and I was, um, we actually came to the first creative cog and heard Chris Horn speak and um, that was that was really great and really inspirational and just just the whole Akron scene just in the last two or three years has exploded and we want the same thing for our city we want that same energy and vibrance 
Well, and, and yes, and I know what you're talking about. Um, the creative cog that would take place early Tuesday mornings um, started last year. Caitlin Gaynor created that and hosts it, and Chris Horn was the first guest. It, it's always been, well, it was always here at Musica, and she's hosting it also at the Weather Vane and some other places around town. The next one will be back at Musica, and I believe Amber, Amber Janae is the next um, guest for that. It's, it's really great, and I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's incredibly inspiring to hear different people tell their stories, uh, even with different themes. With Chris's, it was um, kind of how to get past your mistakes and learn from them and continue on and make something great come of whatever you're trying to do. Uh, and, and each one kind of delivers a certain message, but they're also very personal and, and you realize that these people are no different than myself. They had struggles. They, it's not like they came with a bunch of financial backing. Um, they had real jobs that they had to, and, and family life that they had to contend with and juggle with whatever else they were trying to create. You know, and it is inspiring, to say the least. Um, so I'm, I'm glad to hear somebody point that out. Do you uh, work with Caitlin in any capacity? Have you talked to her about you know, hosting something similar or maybe having her carry that, having her carry that over to Cuyahoga Falls potentially? And having you know the guests then when she hosts it there maybe even be Cuyahoga Falls people that have similar stories and inspirations. We haven't spoke specifically about that. Um, I've just thrown that out there. That's yeah, a good I don't idea. Know. Um, I've attended all of the creative cogs other than the one at Weather Vane. I was actually out of town, but um, and then I'm actually on Caitlin's planning committee now, so I might have to run that past her. <laughs> I don't. And I don't know. I don't know if it's a good direction for you guys, but it seems like it would be. A sort of a good tie and yeah. something beneficial um, for considering what you're doing for Collide and, and to help promote it. And one of the things I was going to do was reach out to our network of, of creatives and see if there's a potential speaker, but it could go the other way too. So, cool. What do you guys um, hope to see happen in 2016? What, what are some of your dreams for Collide this year? I think at this point it's it's a lot of the same. You know, the energy that we've had in the in the few meetings that we've um, held have been really good, really powerful energy going on in the rooms that we've been in. And you know, we don't want to go crazy and and just do everything all at once because I think that's a good way to burn out. And, and especially you know at this point, Molly and I and Nicole and you know we're we're, we're the ones that are doing a lot of the work um, involved with it. And as far as the gathering, the events, obviously the Friday night's event, there was so much, so many people there that were participating in that and, and helping out with that. But, but to get it organized, to, you know, with careers and you know, with with families and all of that stuff. The juggle. Yeah, it's it's so. I think we, we need to kind of ease into it a little bit. Um, I think Nicole even said, you know, you you take two steps back to take three steps forward or something. I don't know. She made some reference to how we have to kind of slow down to speed up in a sense. Ugh, I hate math. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't I help but think that you were so smart to host it or have it at the Cashmere Cricket because that whole waterfront and that whole, what do you call Is it Front Street? What do you guys refer to as the River, little walk there? Riverfront Parkway. I've heard people call it different things. So you, you say Riverfront Parkway? That's good. Yeah. yeah. Does it, I'm sure people out there are envisioning what I'm talking about. The, um, the sort of little 
walkway that's uh, lined by the different restaurants and, and shop spaces um, that I know that they have plans to continue to plug in new things. It's such a great setting. So I think it'd be a great setting for something like Collide to continuously host events and, and get that ball rolling. And it's an inspiring space, I think. I go there and... Um, it, it's unique to the city, and I think it's what people think of when they think of events in Cuyahoga Falls. And then you've got that beautiful river on the other side of those buildings as well. It's just right off the main road, right off the highway. So do you plan to continue to do different events and or use that space as I, I, as, as a, a backdrop? As, yeah, as, as we've talked, um, we want it to be Cuyahoga Falls in total. So, I mean, the obvious choice or the obvious kind of location is down along the riverfront, but we want to make sure that we're, we're spreading it out and, and going up into, further into this, the community as well, not not just along the riverfront. A lot of positives down there, but um, we want to make sure that we're hitting some other locations that are nearby core cultural centers, another area that um, we've talked about, talking with the people that uh, run that i mean it's, that's a city building and we, we've had uh, discussions with uh, mayor walters over at the city and he's excited and you know so anything that we can do to just kind of make it all throughout the city that's awesome it. because then people here that might not be familiar with some of those areas like people in Cuyahoga falls might be will become familiar with them as you were as you reimagine those spaces um of course there's an auditorium there's lots of different I'm sure in your minds, you're more familiar than myself. There's lots of potential locations. Sure. Sure. Um, and, and that way you're covering the different neighborhoods and making it that much more all-inclusive, right? That's making cool. people feel like, hey, they included my neighborhood today. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we've got some a high senior population, too, and we want to make sure that their accessibility for them as well to be involved in some of the things that we have going on. Some things may not be as appropriate for you know certain age groups as others, but you know that's not up for us to do decide but uh, Chris they mean all-inclusive they mean unborn children the elderly they want everyone in on this non-humans like plants and trees rocks if, if, they wanna, if they want to show up and do some spoken word cups of gravel off the road yeah you're, you're not gonna leave anyone or anything cups of out. gravel or people too um, cups of gravel are not people too they can be what? Stop discriminating. I was just saying earlier how everything I say is true. I'm a very honest person, except for when I'm being sarcastic. Side note, but cups of gravel are not people. Okay. I we'll, cannot go we'll there. We'll agree to disagree. Damn it. Um, so Molly was telling us about some interesting initiatives with, with some local schools. I know that you don't necessarily have all the details for that, but I, I like the concept of this. Well, I work pretty closely with the Cauga Falls City School District, and there, there are a lot of great things that are going on in the schools. Um, they've gone to interest-based learning, uh, which is giving the students an opportunity to have a say-so in their education. I mean, they still have to take their core classes, you know, they have to take their social studies, but they take them and they take them more so in the lens of a possible career that they're, that they're considering. So, you know, I think there's a lot of good things going on in the school district. There's constantly good things happening um, and that's you know something that uh, we want to make sure that we're promoting them as well so the, the dens that they've uh, created just again give give the kids an opportunity to have a little more of a say so I think so den is what that's called is it um, 
something that you were talking earlier about you want to involve kids so that in the next few years you know you're building a good foundation for what collide can become is that something you want to directly work with is is done to are those the kids you're speaking of or you're just talking about kids in general I would say it sounds like Den- I mean that's Cuyahoga Falls City Schools. Uh-huh. We also have Woodridge Local Schools, okay. and we have several private schools. So we don't want to. What's going on in Cuyahoga Falls City Schools is super exciting, and that gives us like a focus on which kids that would want to be part of what we're doing. But um, I would say you know there we just want that younger population to be aware and have the support. Um, and keep their keep their creativity in our city. <laughs> Aw, see, yeah, that you're kind of incubating the idea that you guys can stay here and have a future here, and we will support you, and the community will embrace it. I love that you're giving them that. Well, that I think notion if, you, if you show that start. it's important, um, kind of fosters that. Exactly. That is true, and and we're we're we have the same struggle in Akron. You know, I've seen so many of my peers from high school and college move away because they, they didn't feel like there were the opportunities. And and I think I just, for, through stubbornness or unwillingness to leave Akron, I've stuck around long enough to where things are happening and people are moving back to, back here. And I, I, I'm sure the same goes for Chicago Falls. I mean, just it's uh, we can kind of feed off of each other here you know municipalities can feed off each other with these opportunities with these movements with these growing um, collectives of people creative people especially and I'm seeing more than ever creative people can really cause be a catalyst for a lot of other things for businesses for um, you know even like city council initiatives for educational initiatives so um, are you are you looking for other people to join the collide uh, the collective. Kaleidoscope. <laughs> the Kaleidoscope. The scope of Collide. And, and if so, can people contact you to, to help out? Um, and, and where can they reach you guys? Well, we're always looking for positive people. We Obviously, we want it to be positive. It's, it's about the arts, and we want to be able to work together with a lot of different folks. Um, so, yes, I mean, we, we are looking for people that, that are willing to help out. Um, right now, we've got our Facebook page up. It's Collide CF, um, and that's that's one way that you know people can uh, message, you know, get get in touch with us. And I know we were joking about you know Kaleidoscope, scope of Collide. We were saying that playing little play on words a second ago, but it's it's Collide spelled C O L L I D E, as in things coming together. Uh, so Collide CF for Cuyahoga Falls, obviously, on Facebook. Everybody should follow. And Akron's got so much going on these days, but it's also relatively small. You know, it just is. And every now and then you want to break away. And it's really nice to have a neighboring town with other great events and and community uh, things that they can just go a hop, skip, and a jump in a certain direction and and go to something different this weekend or just follow and and say, oh, my gosh, I don't want to miss that particular event. So that's really nice to know. There's there's plenty to go around. Sure. And and just look out for some Cuyahoga Falls artists and things to do. Cashmere Cricket seems like a really cool place. I've been there, yeah. Good hangout, you know. um, So. um, Oh my gosh, I got this crazy. Did you guys ever go there and see? They have this martini tower. I'm not even kidding. You know what? He not. He yeah, is I nodding. Saw, I saw one. You did? I got one. Someone sent one to my table. I could see you. You could see that, huh? A oh, man. It was 
<laughs> I, no, there were three of us. It, it was Britt Cherick and Lauren Ward and myself, right? Or was it Julie and Lauren and me? It doesn't matter, but this thing, I don't know. It's, it's, it's almost like this tall metal winding holder that you can put these martini glasses in. I think there were like six or more of them. And you can choose the flavors of martinis or varieties that you want. And it's just out of control. I've never seen anything like it. And you're like, wow, that is a tower of martinis. Um, Sounds delicious. Yeah. In, in my younger days, we would go to Frank's place as our last stop uh, after going to the bars. And they had this sweet tart drink that like 10 people could drink out of. It was a, it, <laughs> it equated to like a couple shots for each person. But it, was, it tasted just like the candy. Really good. So yeah, I know. They have sweet tarts, vodka now. They have so many different flavored vodkas. Fruit Loops, it's out of control. It's they're really good though. I'm just really good. That's what I've heard. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so we're we're coming to the we're wrapping up here. We're gonna do some events. Did in you just, guys not come here moment. to talk flavored vodkas? I, I was so did. misinformed, Chris. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ugh. It, it's the it's next an addendum, time. yeah. The next, next time will be the, the flavored we'll flavored vodka cast. I wish everybody could see your beautiful smiles as I'm saying this, so they don't think you're just sitting there like, what is going on right now? But yes, uh, next time we'll we'll all have a, we'll share a martini tower. We'll have another great talk about what Collide is up to. And I'm personally going to get online and follow follow you guys on Facebook now that I know uh, all about it. And I'll look forward to seeing you, Molly, at the next Creative Cog. Yeah, so Collide CF, uh, Matt and Molly, thanks so much for being on. And we're going to go around the table and, and talk about some events. So I'm sure you guys have some Cuyahoga Falls events you'd like to plug as well. Yeah, go for it. Um, so, so yeah, go ahead, and, go ahead and start off, if you don't mind. Well, um, Cuyahoga Falls is having an all-city art walk on April 28th from 5 to 8. Okay, all-city art walk from 5 to 8. Do they okay. do that monthly? Um, I think this is the second annual. Okay, that's very cool. So they they probably really do it up if it's an annual event. It, nice. That that's uh, I think I believe it's sponsored by the high school. That's uh, through the school, Cuyahoga Falls High School. We'll go so, with that. We yes. will go with that. Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's making this face like I don't know. Maybe yes. I don't know. <laughs> that's okay. What else? What else is going on in CF? In the great Cuyahoga Falls. Okay. Um, at the Cuyahoga Valley Arts Center, which is uh, right down, not, not far from the Cashmere Cricket, uh, they're having their 34th National Whiskey Painters of America show and sale. That will be in their gallery from April 4 through May 12 of 2016. Most of the items are for sale. The opening reception is on February, or I'm sorry, April 16th at 6 p.m. So that, that that would be something really whiskey cool painters. Yeah, that's whiskey a really painters. cool concept. It, it's a limited group. You, you can only join when someone dies. Okay. <laughs> There's only a certain number of them. And uh, all of the did, paintings are like four by five, and they're painted with with whiskey. Yes, and, very and, and watercolor. And Liz is like, what a waste! Numbers. I am intrigued. You, you guys I, are just stop it. Good, good drink here. But now <laughs> they're laughing at me. I first of all, I'm not a raging alcoholic, Chris. Thank you not. for the in, for in, yeah. Thank you for the I'm inferring sorry. that. Uh, but also, side note, I don't like whiskey. Thank you. I don't. I do. Yeah. I mean, I, I drink. Well, I'm too. just saying now you know what not to get me a bottle of for my birthday. Okay. Okay. Um, I love anything clear though. Clear tequila, vodka, I'm rum. I'm giving you a martini towel. Um, <clears throat> again, not a raging alcoholic. Okay. What do you got, Chris? 
What what do I have? Okay, let's let's see. Um, I don't want to talk about some of the things you had planned, but there is a no whatever you want. There's a wine and creative writing uh, event Friday at six o'clock at A Camp Akron Center for Art and Music Performance on uh, West Market Street, and it's at six p.m. Um, there is a April 9th at Aqueduct Brewing. There's the Neo Maniacal Comedy Studio run by Sarah Jones, local comedian. She's uh she's hilarious, and she's actually she's starting a comedy incubator and it's a really cool concept and I'm gonna help with that with the acronist we're gonna do some uh, video work and let the comedians uh, edit out their own clips so they can help find, you know she's, she's helping to mentor some of these comedians to actually make it into a legitimate business and find work and and think of themselves as marketers and business people like we've been talking about with the artists and incubation yeah it's a very cool idea um, and that is at, that is on the 9th at uh, 9 p.m. this Saturday. Uh, there is also um, at, at for Rubber City Shakespeare Company at Summit Art Space. They're doing William Shakespeare's Comedy of Errors through April 17th, and you can look up Rubber City Shakespeare to get the uh, the, the show times. Um, there's also let's see a wine and canvas night at Summit Art Space. Oh, that's in June. Wait, we can, we can talk about that later. Um, the end of the month is, uh, is Artists Entrepreneur Institute, as I was mentioning earlier, at Summit Art Space. That's April 23rd through May 1st. So if you're an artist or know someone who's an artist who could who could probably uh, work a little bit on your business model and on some of the legal aspects and financial aspects. Um, it, that's a that's a great uh, it's a great way to sort of um, get your feet wet. Um, and lastly, I'm gonna get your feet wet. <laughs> what you got? What you got? What ne else? Next Ohio conference. Ohio which conference. Is, it's it's actually a uh, tech week here in Akron, mm. starting April 14th, and it's a one night. Next Ohio has a one night startup conference in Akron. Um, so basically, founders, investors, people who are starting their own business can kind of, and people who are trying to raise capital, people who want to invest capital can sort of get together, and it's really cool. It's like the Shark Tank thing, you know, where you're just pitching your your business ideas, and so that's a free event. And that is at Quaker Square um, on the 14th. So, uh, and it's in the evening. I love um, Quaker Square. Quaker Square is great. 5 to 11 p.m. I'm glad it's still being used for something. Right. You know? Okay. I do have a couple great upcoming shows right here at Musica this week. Uh, this coming Wednesday, that's April 6th, the Dandy Warhols will be here. A lot of people already buying up tickets for that show, so get online and get yours. Uh, might not want to wait till the door for that one, but you can always give it a shot. And then on the 7th, the very next night, uh, April 7th, the Zach Deputy will be here. Zach Deputy is pretty cool. He's been here before. We always look forward to him. Uh, then let's see, go a little further down the line. On April 16th, we have the Modern Electric. And then that, that would be, uh, you know, in between some other great shows here at Musica, but you can always go to liveatmusica.com for the full concert schedule. Uh, the new Devil Strip will be coming out any day now, the new April issue, so you can find that pretty much anywhere around town. So definitely uh, get yours, and, and that's got a great uh, listing of events every time and all kinds of fun stuff going on in the Devil Strip. We also have Girls' Night at Zebra Martel coming up April 15th. That's hosted by Noto, and it's going to be a, a spring fashion and accessory event. Starts at 5 p.m. That's in the north side neighborhood at Zebra Martel, April, 5th, April 15th. And this Friday, April 8th, there's going to be a happy hour on Cascade Plaza. That's the uh, sort of park 
that's been redone and re-landscaped over at the base of the first Merritt Tower downtown. And that's a happy hour event where they're hoping everyone will reimagine that space. The mayor will be there. It's going to go from 5 to 8 p.m. And also on April 8th, uh, that's this Friday, uh, let's see, the Cuyahoga Valley Scenic Railroad is hosting a Railroad Ghosts, Legends, and Stories train ride. So how cool is that? Uh, I want to go on that, sounds but I'll probably be, be working. I want to go. I think that sounds super it, fun. It sounds great. Yeah, I, I love stuff like that. Current exhibitions at the Akron Art Museum include Neo Geo, Pulp, and Snack. And I'm not going to go into detail on those. I'm going to make you guys go to their website if the, you haven't seen those exhibitions. There's also a giant nest you can climb into. Spoiler Did you see, alert, Chris. It's so cool. Sorry. Spoiler <laughs> alert. I'm just kidding. There's pictures of that it's all great. over the web. So it's like a I'm giant not. Bed. Yeah, I'm not spoiling anything. Uh, that's super cool. So there's three great exhibitions in addition to the permanent collection at the museum right now. And every Friday is. Th- I'm so sorry. I just saw the word F for free and, and went with Friday on that. Every Thursday is free at the Art Museum, if you didn't already know. And they're open till 9 p.m. on Thursdays. One more. I want to give uh, a shout-out to uh, my alma mater, the University of Akron. I, I went to Meyer School of Art, and they're having their 80th annual juried student exhibition. It's going on now through April 21st. And uh, I lied. There is actually one more. Annabelle's on April 20th is going to have Mikhail Graves from the Misfits performing. He's going to do a lot of Misfits music as well as stuff from his solo career. That's pretty badass. He's going to be at Annabelle's in Highland Square on April 20th at 9 p.m. Love you. That's it. There's more, but um, I'm going way too long here. So, What about the sound thing, though? What? Oh, I'll let you yeah, do that. Sounds of Akron, April 16th at EJ Thomas Hall. I just hit Chris it's, in the mic. She did. It's In the mic with his mouth. She, she, Get she it? salted me. It's really the other way around? <laughs> Domestic violence Ugh. here on the podcast team. Um, sounds of Akron, April 16th at EJ Thomas Hall. This is really cool because it's the first crowdsourced symphony. People sent in... Uh, sound clips on via an app and on their website and they're putting all these together to make a symphony out of it and you're going to talk about night and day in Akron as well because that's something really cool this yeah, week. Yeah, we, we have to talk about I yeah. can't help it everybody, there's just too much. The <laughs> film much. festival, the Cleveland Film Festival is in effect and there are uh, feature, independent movies features right here in Akron. There's these purple and white sheets around town. Um, I've got them here at Urban Eats but you can find them at the library, at the Nightlight. These feature films will be playing at the library and the Nightlight, as well as the Akron Art Museum. So that's all going on. I want to say through April 9th here in Akron, the film festival wraps up in Cleveland on the 10th. Yeah, there are a lot of lot of local events. You can come into Urban Eats and grab a, a sheet with, with all the listings. And there are also the, the books here. Right here, the sheet. Uh, that's the sheet. She's crumpling it up. She's I have it in my hand. Make it some but more. We have more. I'm not going to give you the crinkled one. We have nice, freshly pressed ones. Yes. We also have a new menu at Urban Eats. I have to give uh, yeah, about credit to my, my uh, wonderful chef and partner, Jason. He worked really hard and kicked out the new menu, which came out today. We call it New Menu Monday. And that menu is online at UrbanEatsMusica.com. And it's the April menu, which will be good all month long. It's pretty killer. It's okay. Good. It's a good one. Great. Well, Matt and Molly, thank you so much for being on. We do appreciate it. Thank you. Hopefully it was a positive experience overall. It was. Okay, great. Learned a lot. They're scared. Yes, we all do. We learned so much. Oh, there's just so much. (laughs) She's an open book. I'm sorry. I'm a hyper. I am a hyper one. I apologize. I uh, didn't mean to scare you guys. Not at all. But I love 
I love what you're doing. Um, I've met you before, Molly, at Creative Cog, so it's good to see you again. And um, we would love to help in any capacity. If you ever have tangible promotional things that you want to put in the cafe, if you ever have anything you'd like us to help you get the word out about on the podcast, you can count on us for those things. We're more than happy to help, and we hope to come to some of those ourselves and things like that, and, and then we'll talk about them on the air and, and things like that and on social media for you, okay? Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks to Urban Eats and Musica for hosting us as usual. Um, we're also produced by The Acronist and the Akron Summit County Public Library. And with that, we will say, make it, keep it, an, an Akronistic day. day.